record. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It is May 14th, episode number 213, our final episode of the week. Mondays, don't get an episode. Fridays, don't get an episode. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, do. What are we talking about today? We got Ennis Cantor going to the WWE. We got uh, Galarago wants his perfect game back. We got a goat invasion, 100 goats invading a town. And a bunch of other stories. Jake, how are you doing today? Good morning, James, David. Doing all right. A little little beat up. Today's chiropractor day, so got some excitement and fear in the air. Um, And yeah, man, keep keep on keeping on. How, How are you doing? Doing well, cup of coffee down, morning show down, started a breakdown already, so I'm doing good. I'm excited, feeling fresh. I'm feeling fresh, I'm feeling I'm in the prime of my life. That song. It's a great song. Big day yesterday, Jake. Jeff Passing Day. Jeff Passing Day. Uh, your final video, I think, was very much worth the wait. I got a ton of laughs out of it. Uh, did, did Jeff passing day put you back on the, the hurt train? Um, so I was on the hurt train. I, I needed to be known. I never left the hurt train, but when you have a holiday that's as big as that, it's kind of a Christmas morning effect. I mean, you get, you get lost in it. Um, and that's a way to cover up the wounds, which story of my life, but Uh, yeah, you know, I, I put my body out there uh, a lot more than I have the past month. Um, and there are some effects to that, uh, but it's definitely had to play through that. But yeah, we, uh, we, we got the product in an okay spot. I, you know, I still think I was eight out of 10 of what I could put together, but, uh, I was happy where it landed and it was, I mean, it was a big Jeff passing day. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I'd, I'd go 10 out of 10. I mean, I don't know what you were envisioning in your head, but I think the song, the dance, the outfit, the glove slap at the beginning, just every element was fantastic. Just hold myself to a higher level. Um, and, you know, I it, I was okay releasing the product. Um, so, you know, it, I did pass my sniff test. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's... A healthy Jake, I think, would have a little more in the tank. But, uh, yeah, I mean, from the the dog report that came out yesterday, I, I thought that was interesting. He, he revealed some different angles of that that was kind of discussed on here. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost at 100,000 yeah. views. Yeah. It's, Pretty um, exciting. I mean, it's what the kids want. So What a, what a perfect gift from passing in response to the video. Yeah. I mean, you dropped the perfect WWE gift live during the show yesterday. And his, I mean, that gift is perfect anyway. Like, when it lines up, it lines up. It's great. Right. But it really lines up with the dancing video and his feelings. I mean, uh, for any, I know I I don't really like this, but I kind of like this. Um, I mean, yeah, passing, passing went nuclear with Kombucha Girl. Because, yeah, that full, that full gift to duration 
is what normally gets missed. Because normally it's just the initial don't like it, kind of like it. But she flip-flops like four or five times if you do the whole thing. Yeah, and at the um, end she lands on a yeah, I kind of secretly, yeah. I kind of secretly love yeah. this. Don't don't hate it. Um, so yeah, uh, brother Jeff is a friend of friend of the program. Um, and yeah, I mean May May thirteenth. I'm gonna put it on the screen here for anyone that may have missed it. So did you? I mean you you did you hurt yourself? Like was there was Jess? What was Jess's thoughts on all of this? So, um, uh, and, and you guys know the origin. Um, I mean, TikTok has been polluting my brain, um, to a toxic, toxic level. Uh, just thinking about it, matrix mode, seeing everything, thinking how it applies. And then, um, when did we, uh, when did the Carol Baskin, Jeff Passan moment happen? Was it an interview we did? Was that Monday? You just told us. You just told us that you were saying Jeff Passan like Carol Baskins. What's up with my face? What's going on with your face? Feels like I'm getting an allergic reaction to something. Anyway. You look all right there. Um, BBD, do you remember? I feel like we did something with Ploofy. And I... Did we do like a Monday interview? I said it at the end of the thing. I was like, it's just been going through my head the whole interview. Carol Baskins, Jeff Passan. Yeah, I don't recall like a specific moment. Uh, like a light bulb moment, but I just remember no, at one point you said like, "I've been saying Jeff Passan in in that way." Yeah, for a couple days now. So, uh, and then things really manifested. Uh, so two days ago, it was like, okay, you know what? Let's let's do the dance. Let's. I I got the Jeff Passan song lyrics. Um, those were easy. I mean they. They just lined up too easily. That was like, I, I came up with the lyrics in probably one take. I had to adjust some words to get the syllables right. What's and then, happening, dude, the, Jeff Passon? What's happening, Jeff Passon? Yeah, um, it's great. Getting, getting the dance moves, man, uh, as reported on here. Um, I mean, it was pretty daunting. And that's where when you asked me how many takes it took and at first, my head jumped to triple digits, but then I had to take a step back and was like, no, like it wasn't anything close to that. Um, if you combine the initial practice night um, and then getting the final product, I think I probably performed like 50 times, um, which is a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot of dancing. What was Jess's um, role? She was, she was just being your your hype hype man? So Jess enjoys to dance um, and like in TikTok fashion. Jess, so at first she's pretty mad about the whole thing. And that's obvious. <laughs> Secondly, she she becomes follow-up mad because she got into TikTok like a month ago. She was addicted for like a week and then she cut it off cold turkey. Not smart move. So when this started happening, she was like, Jake, no, like, nope. And then when she saw it was happening, she gave almost the emotional, like, why couldn't you have felt these emotions a month ago? And mm -hmm. I was like, I couldn't allow myself. Um, so then it became fun to her because she likes, like she was the girl at sleepovers that were like, hey, let's do a sleepover and learn the Britney Spears dance. So, so she gets into it. She's learning the dance. 
we do it the first couple times through and we give each other the look like this is brutal. And that's kind of what we talked about yesterday. And that was the learning curve of the youths. I thought everyone knew how to do it. It's not that way. Like this is actually a challenging dance. Um, and when I say challenging, it takes about an hour to learn. Mm, that's um, challenging. Yeah, no, I mean to, to give up an hour and be dancing. That's uh that's a thing. So, uh, and then Jeff passing day happens you know, do some reporting, break some news. Um, and then it's go time. And yeah, I mean, times, times are nervous. There was a video on YouTube that we learned from. And at the end it would like play the song four times on repeat. So basically it was getting to that part of the, of that and letting it rip four times and just recording that whole sequence and hoping one of the four would fit and probably did that five times. I saw the outtakes. It was pretty good. I thought some you were good. good outtakes. You, you did the video game style. Like, if you missed it, you're like, nope, start over. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, there's there is no need. There is no need performing and doing a great job in another part of it if I screwed something up. Um, but, yeah, man, it. Uh, uh, kudos to the TikTokers out there. So, Jess was smart enough to get the Talking Baseball and I Love Baseball shirts in the background. Um, oh, nice. Which, which A, business, and B, um, also plays because Jeff Passan, Passan likes those things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, she wanted some production credits, but uh, we'll see. Someone said that looks like an unused glove. Is that your Easton glove? Uh, yeah, that's one of the Easton gloves. I think you and I swapped bags, like, right before we left. I think I might have a catcher's glove. Here, you got my catcher's so. glove? I think so. What the fuck? Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, Jeff Passenday, success. See you next May 13th. See ya. Did you put a note year. in your calendar? You want me to do it? Yeah, you're going to do it. I'll put it in my calendar right now. I still have, I have things that come up every year. May 13th. Let's do add Jeff Passenday. How was a mass singer? Couldn't tell you. We missed it. And we, uh, we were pretty proud of that. Um, that, that was good to show. Cause I know I've come on here and, said you know we we watch it at facetiously is that the right word we watch it kind of laughing Iron at ironically yes um and so it was like uh 11 p.m last night and we're about to call it and we we're like oh shit it's mass singer like the one the one live show we look forward to watching we missed it and it was like okay so that's good uh we're we're not actually addicted and like locked into it so there's a little bit of a bummer, a little bit of a win for us being members of society in the way we want to be. Uh, so, yeah, I'll probably add that to the docket today. All right. Is there what's going on in Mass Singer? Like, has any been revealed yet? Tough to say. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of reveals. They, they There's normally a reveal in episode. Oh, um, they changed that because I, I watched like an episode way back when it started. They didn't reveal anyone. And I was that's like I was out. I was like, I can't watch. You need to reveal a night. I think there's only been one episode they didn't do a reveal. Um, may, maybe there was two. So they do like uh, prelims and they mm -hmm. have like three preliminary groups and they, you know, they eliminate like one, two, three, one, two, three. They get to a bigger group. They eliminate. And then I think there was one. They had one like super cop out episode where it was just 
I like it was almost like a highlights reel. Like I think they realized the pandemic was going and they had like a bonus song from everyone and they were like, let's let this crank. But yeah, if you're not getting a reveal, um, why? Why yeah. be there? I heard the rumors a big baseball day on Mass Singer yesterday. Big baseball day? Yeah. It's Jeff Passon Day. Jeff Passon Day. Who's the biggest reveal so far this season? Like, who have you actually been like, oh, damn, that's cool? Um, Let's see. So, well, the first one is tricky because Little Wayne was on it. Uh, I have a theory that he was the first one eliminated, and I think that was, like, part of his deal. I will like, do Little... this, but I will not do it more than once. Yes. Like, I will do one episode of Mass Singer, and I will lose, and I will be out. <laughs> um, uh, Drew Carey was on it. That's kind of fun. Um, and it's, uh, who else? I mean, Gronk was on it and it was like most obviously Gronk ever. And it was funny seeing the hosts like have to feign some guess guesses. Cause like, you know, they want to draw in more of a crowd and it's like, yo, that's like the most obvious creature I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then I, I guess that's the other part that's tough is that you do get some like new celebs that you'd never come across. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's like the rawest, dumbest of entertainment. And dude, the cut scenes and the laughing like from the audience is ridiculous. Just bad. I mean, dude, you'll see like they're, they'll cut to people in the crowd who are like crying. Like it'll be a turtle on stage, like singing a old Barry Manilow song. And they'll show someone in the audience just like bawling their eyes out. Can't believe they're watching. It's like you don't even know what you're watching. That's stupid. And you're just emotionally spent. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, anyway. Someone, Did you get your so, challenge on? Yeah. Someone two days in a row asked us to bring back rating our days. Uh, Whoa. Do you want to do that? Like yesterday for me, it's very hard in quarantine to do this. You had a good day. Like a uh, fantastic. It's, I mean, it's a high one. It's Jeff Passon day. Um, if if we mean, do this, we need BBD to get a Google sheet going. Because I'm not going to rate my day every day and not keep track of it. We might have to start next week. We'll start next um, week. We'll bring back ranking our days next week. Cause yeah, I mean, again, the, the MTV behind the music. Um, I mean, after, after the final Jeff Passon day launch, I was, I was MJ on the ground, man. I was, I'd left it all out there emotionally, physically drained. Um, wasn't pretty. Yeah. You got a call from you. You just said, I'm tired and hung up. Yeah. That's all you needed to say. It's true. Yeah. Challenge is good. So basically the challenge, my last week I was pissed at them because they only showed us the first half of an episode. Well, this right. week they only showed us the back half of that episode. So we're back that on track. That was, that was the, was the hope. hope. Yeah, yeah, we're back on track. It was a cool elimination. I enjoyed the elimination. It went down to the wire, kind of big players involved and all that. So it was just... They've changed the strategy of this season. Like, if you don't win an elimination round, you cannot go to the final challenge. Right. So now people want to go to eliminations. So the politicking is just crazier, and just like the strategies are are different. So I think maybe there's so much politicking and drama that they they elongated it. But next week they're doing a purge, and uh, two people will be going home. They yep. need they needed to do that. So. Back on track. I'm okay with it. I enjoyed it. Are there, uh, are people peacocking that have survived the 
the elimination? There's not many. There's like two girls really? and one dude who have a red skull. Wow. You get a red skull if you win an elimination. And you, you need a... It's, it's crazy. So, because the, the one dude won a red skull in elimination, and then they just kept throwing him into the elimination. Tough. So then... He won the second one, so he's still the only guy with the red skull. Now he has two. Then he goes into a third elimination. He loses, so now he's out. And then uh, the guy who beat him is the only guy with the red skull. Mm. Yeah. Are the red skulls becoming alliances? No. Like, the alliance, does that make sense? They, they, no, alliances don't form during the challenge anymore, really, because people, like, DM each other and tweet each other, like, oh, are you on this season? Let's, let's work together, you know? Mm. So, like, they come in with these preformed alliances. Wes currently has two alliances that don't know about each other, and no one knows about his two alliances. So it's actually really cool. Plays the great game. Yeah, him and Johnny Bananas teamed up for the first time. And it's like, whoa. Whoa. crazy let's get into the sports we got some good sports stuff to talk about oh as the nation recovers from jeff passing day armando galarraga wants major league baseball to overturn the missed call and recognize his 2010 perfect game. Um, I, I'm excited to talk about this. Have some feelings. Speaking of feelings and keeping it in Major League Baseball, Bobby Nightingale lets out a Bobby Nightingale 90-10% chance that MLB will be back by July 4th. Cool, Bob. Makes me a little scared, to be honest. BBD's Enos Cantor plans to accept WWE deal after his NBA career. Uh, huge for all parties involved except the WWE. And inactive MLB players are the only players that will receive their full play pay, making some really fun headlines of who will be getting paid in baseball this year. Yeah, sports. Got some sports. sports news. Sports. Prince Fielder is owed $24 million this year, and uh, he's still going to get paid. So that's kind of where that Rosenthal article comes from. It's like inactive players will still get paid because they were getting paid not to play anyway. Right. It doesn't change their situation. Your Wei-Yin Chen, your guy, um, Zach Kozart, who is funny because I think if I'm remembering correctly – uh, Cozart was traded as just like a salary dump, which like the other team, the other team could have kept him and been like, Hey, let's, let's see if Cozart could finish it out. But instead they cut him. And because of that, he will now get paid, which, Hey, that's, uh, the, the Lord truly does work in mysterious ways. Huh? Yep. And, uh, Blake Snell went on a little bit of a rant on his Nellogram, which sent, Set in baseball world, he's like every headline now, right now. Everyone's writing a newspaper article, spinning it into the context they want. He took the cheese. You have to understand what he's saying in, in a little bit. Even if you disagree with it, you have to understand what he's saying. He's set to make $10 million. Tax that, you're probably at $6 million. $6.5 million, right? So six and a half 
turns into 3.25 with the arbitration. 33% of that, now you're at like, I don't know what that is. $4 million? So his 10 turns, I don't know, his 10 turns into four quickly. And sure, it's still $4 million. Shut up and play. Like, but you have to understand that there's precedent and there's what these guys. What's that? Doing mental math, I think it's more like 2 million. 2 million? Okay, so the 10 turns into two, but that's with taxes. So seven turns into two, whatever. Still, though, I know that $2 million is a ton of money, but it's all about precedent and like staying true to your union. And, and you have to you have to at least understand where they're coming from. Even if you don't agree with them and you think, oh, it's still a lot of money. There's people that are risking their lives for minimum wage. Well, that's two different lives. You know, it's two different things. So I don't know. It's getting frustrating hearing the polarizing and the people just bashing the players. When it's when the owners, it's it's so weird. It's weird that people take owner side. I think it really is weird that that always happens. And I and I'm not taking the player side, 100 percent either. There's it. There's a middle ground, but it's weird. Yeah, it's a. I mean, there's the the psychological study of it is interesting, and it's almost like a lot of people just cave into the the owners, and it's like, well, they they've already won and moved on, and it's like, hey, if you're if you're a player and you're still getting this opportunity, take it. Um, which, hey, you 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 also get when, you know, f- I think 15% of the country is currently unemployed. So the opportunity to get paid $2 million to play baseball when you normally would have collected $4 million after taxes. Like, yeah, you're not going to get any sympathy. Um, but the owners don't really put themselves out there where they would not get that sympathy. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the part that's tough for me is, uh, like you're saying, Snell... Um, you know, you, you just have to know that the owners wanted this. I mean, literally the rest of Snell's counterparts, Bauer, um, Phil Hughes, you know, all, all these guys around baseball that are speaking are saying, you know, baseball, the owners have had a formula for years. They leak stuff in the media. They wait for the players to comment on it. The media runs with the quotes. The players look like the bad guys. And if you're Snell, you have to know that formula. And yeah, now they should maybe train going- them to not take the bait. You are going to be the headline around the country when what he was saying, Jim, isn't isn't off at all. I mean, a he's saying he just wants to be safe, <laughs> like yeah. like that's number one, and that that's extremely fair. Um, I I mentioned to you this briefly before we started, but I it, the taxes thing always gets me because uh, I don't know, like if you're if you're Snell and you're flexing at the at the club, which he's always doing when he's playing his video games. No. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure Blake Snell likes saying confidently, like, hey, I make $10 million playing baseball. That's pretty badass, huh? So you can't just be like, well, you know, after taxes, I really make six in a normal season. Um, so I, it, I, when you do start cutting it half, that piece of pie does get smaller. But, uh, you know, this we're also playing half a season. So uh, I don't know. I, I think the players need to hammer home the safety card because that's what they've got. Um because I mean, after taxes and we, we start talking about guys that make the minimum because Snell, you know, he, he gets paid pretty good. He's a, that's an upper class baseball player. Yeah. Um, when, when you joined BBD and I were doing math on minimum wage guys. Yeah. That's when it gets pretty life changing. If you have a, if you have bills and a lifestyle, 
that fits the amount of money you make. And don't, you can't fault a guy for that. If you have a contract guaranteeing you this amount of money, you are allowed to live within the means of that money. You know, everyone's like, well, if you have that much money, save. You should be able to miss a year. No, dude. Like, people live within their means, no matter what the means is. So if you're set to make 500000 as a rookie, and then now it turns into, like, one hundred or less, you're fucked. Yeah, so, and that's, that's where people need to put, you know, jump in other people's shoes, and it's, hey, if you... If you make, you know, 75K a year at your job and you've, you know, worked hard and now you you bought a you bought a house, you bought a house with a 25 year mortgage or whatever it is, you know, shaky financials here. Um, and then all of a sudden your job gets taken away from you or cut in half. <laughs> like You can't afford that house anymore. So, uh, yeah, I, I, people do a bad job of jumping in that. I think the other um, like counter to that that's kind of a factor would be service time stuff like you know if if Miguel Andujar could play this year for you know the prorated number but he could get the full year of service time and net net that gets him closer to getting paid there's there's something there but uh yeah man um I I don't know like like you uh posted on your Twitter this morning (laughs) the uh the the John Boy meter is 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 the John Boy knob actually on no or is it or is it for uh for the game because I mean no. it was generally bad news everything I am flip flopping in the breeze every tweet okay I'm more I'm I'm leaning more towards no than yes right now if anything the passing update where passing said hey calm down okay. that was more like the let's do this for humor everything seems bad man I don't know. It's if we're being honest, it's probably like 70 or 60, 40, 60 with no baseball. But that's just brutal for okay. us and for everything. Yeah, I think I'm I, I'd say I'm 70, 30 that there will be baseball um, again in this. Uh, you know, it's taken a step back. Like if we were if we were doing the timeline, if we were on JJR in March and we were talking about what this is going to look like we would say, okay, so let's, all right, pandemics for real. They're going to aim for July. They're going to do some CBA stuff. You know, the, the week they need to finalize a CBA deal, that'll be a gnarly one <laughs> where we're, we're in it. If it's not a week slash two weeks, if the, if the players won't go any less than their prorated salary, which also like I was, you know, reading like, Hey, we didn't have to go to prorated. We signed guaranteed contracts with the union and the, the the MLB would probably claim like force majeure or whatever, you know, like unforeseen yeah. circumstances. But still, they didn't have to do that prorated. And I think the players should have held out. Like, remember we said like this seemed way too easy. It seems like the players gave, and now the now the owners are asking to give more. But I understand the owner side where the math makes sense. You're not going to open your door and lose money every single day. I understand that side too. I'm really struggling if the if the players are being honest that they won't accept any more cuts and they have to get their prorated salary for half a season. I don't see a solution. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think it, it comes down to again, when we start talking value, like, Hey, you know, they the owners might have to get creative in how they make money this year. Um, whether it is some new TV contracts, whether it's however else owners can figure out a way to make money uh, through this. And, you know, they're talking expanded playoffs and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Um, and I know it's, it's not like there's a ton of money out there to be had, but there is some, um, 
uh, dude, when we when we started going into the whole thing with the CBA being up and team values, if I'm an owner, I'd rather I'd rather lose ten million dollars because of baseball games this year than lose two hundred million dollars on my franchise because people aren't sure of baseball as a sport anymore. Losing ten million dollars could fuck them too, though. Losing two hundred million could fuck them more. Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, they could sell their franchise to someone else, like you know, when it gets that bad or whatever. That's all the calculations they have to do, and we don't know the numbers. Yeah, but. and that's uh again, and and that's where we're in this, you know, thirteen days left, or you know, two weeks, week and a half, whatever we're at. Um, and again, there's there's still a lot of chips. The owners played the first card of saying, let's do a rev share, which the players have stated for 25 years they will never do. <laughs> um, so, uh, again, I, I think it's one of those things that we're still early in this. Um, we haven't talked about, uh, you know, paying the salaries out over time or anything like that. Um, you know, the the whole players asking for the owners to open their books, like I think that's going to be a non-starter. So I think it's still there. Um, uh Jeffy P, it was his day yesterday. He told us to be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna wait for the end game because yeah, I think I think there's 70% chance that cooler heads prevail and let's play some ball and everyone gets a little bit of money and we'll we'll try to be a sign of hope for this country. And then there is a 30% chance everyone says, fuck it, not worth it. And I get that too. And I just want to make sure everyone knows that the percentages that Jake and I say. <clears throat> For our personal selves, mean nothing. Could change by the end of the show. Oh yeah, will for me. You just kind of talked me will. back into fifty-fifty. I know, baby. I <laughs> daddy's got it. Nightingale saying ninety ten swings me back to sixty forty. Yeah, that just brought me down a peg. I'm now I'm sixty nine thirty one BBD. Thank you for marking that down. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get off that. We talked that at length. Uh, Armando Galarraga wants MLB to overturn his missed call and recognize the 2010 perfect game. You said you had some feelings on this. I am making a breakdown on this right now. So like I, I just took the full game and I chopped up every single pitch he threw. So I went through the full game besides the ninth inning. I didn't do that yet. Um, but I want to do a breakdown on it because it's wild and I don't know. Gut reaction. Do you think yes or no? Yeah, I've, I've been fine with this from the start. I mean, it's it's the most easiest solution, and it's where, like, when logic leaves the room, everyone needs to, like, take a step back. The guy threw a perfect game. If the right call was made on the last play of the game, it's not one of these, like, you can't do any of the game, and you know I like to play a little devil's advocate. It's not like, well, if that pass interference was called, they would the next play they could have ran the ball right. Like, there's none of that. It yeah. would have been a perfect game. If it was the first out of the ninth inning, then right. that holds up. Like, hey, you can't, the predetermined outcome, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know how it turns out if we don't know. But this very one situation, he did it. They just made him face another batter. And I agree with you. Change it. I don't think that this, because I understand, like, you can't do this because then it opens up every game to be changed retroactively. No. You can be like, hey, this one is very easy. It's the last out of the game. Yeah, it's the last out of what would have been a perfect game if the call was called right. Um, And what's crazy, dude, and I know umpires, and we're talking to Dale Scott, and I I, I know, 
I know all of the hoopla and bullshit that goes into being an umpire and having to be in control and you can't overturn an umpire. Everything they say is law. How come Jim Joyce didn't ask for help? How come he didn't ask the home plate umpire like, hey, did he have his, did he keep the bag? That's one of the things that first base umpires can ask the home plate umpire for. Did he keep the bag? Was his foot on the bag? That's actually so devastating to me because we've seen this like with A-Rod and Bronson Arroyo asked for help, met together in the middle, got it right. I just did a breakdown with Jim Leland where they blew the call because they thought same exact play as Galarago, same exact play. And the ump called him safe. And then he asked the home plate umpire. He's like, no, he had his foot on the bag. Like, why didn't Jim Joyce at least do that? I don't understand. That, that, that is upsetting me. Like, I know replay didn't exist, but you could have still fixed this so easily. Yeah. I, th- I, think moments, I think moments get big for players. I think moments get big for umps, too. Yeah, I know. But it's just nuts that he couldn't ask for help right there or he didn't. Be, and, and like... It's also nuts that the home plate umpire can't can't pull him into a circle and be like, hey, man, I'm pretty sure he had the bag because he can't. The only way that that happens is if the first base umper asks for help himself. Otherwise, other umps can't offer help. Like, yeah, come on. It's just a bunch of, like, manly men, like, don't corrupt me. Like, well, let's do this as a team, a little teamwork. I mean, again, and, you know, um, umpires are always going to be on the butt end more than the complimentary end. But yeah, I mean, think about the personality you need to be an umpire. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, I'm going to make a breakdown on it, but I'll try to keep all of those opinions kind of out of it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. It's crazy though, because yeah. after, after the game ends, Leland and the whole Tigers bench coach just run to Jim Joyce and start just ripping him apart. Not even close. How could you do that? And it's like, hello, it's a hostile yeah. scene. A lot of uh, people are talk- saying things like, why is he asking for it now? Because it's been 10 years. Think he think there's like a better chance it gets overturned if he asked for it like in the moment then? or No, like, because in the moment, done. right after that happened, they polled all MLB players asking them if they wanted replay because of this. And like 80% of players said, no, we like the game the way it is, which is how it'll always be. They'll always say we like. So I think if he did that, they'd be like, what makes you so special? You know, that was, that was kind of, and it still litters MLB. That attitude still litters MLB. It's like an old head attitude. But uh, I think it's 10-year ten, it ten anniversary. Like, he would have been getting fucking money from this. <laughs> he would have been. Oh, yeah. He would have been mean, hosting, uh, you know, hosting a 10-year anniversary and, and doing meetups and signing things. Like, he would have, he's lost a lot of money from this. Dude, we, um. And, and again, I, I think he would have been fine without it, but you know, Dallas Braden's anniversary just happened. Um, and you know, it was like the kind of the thing on baseball Twitter that day. I mean, it's really cool that it coincides with mother's day and his grandma and everything like that. Um, and he's uh, a vibrant, delicious personality anyways, but like it's, it's a thing. And now Exactly. Look, look what we're doing now. We're debating Jim Joyce and umpires and what should it go down in the books when it should just be like this dude pitched a perfect game. And if I remember correctly, his career went like pretty much directly south after that. Well, uh, I just watched a bit of the footage, you know, so I I I listened to like the notes on um, Armando Galarago at the beginning of the game and stuff. And it was interesting because he wasn't like somebody when it happened. He was 
they had just traded Dontrell Willis, and that game was his audition to stay in the fifth rotation spot, is what they said at the start of the game. Yeah, and I mean, he was... Uh, I- at the he was a major leaguer like it wasn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't fight or flight but um but he didn't have yeah, a rotation no. spot y- yeah yeah i mean let's Crazy. see my baseball reference it's not, it's not like he had an otherwise like great career and this could have just been a story from it like this really is his whole career is this game and like as far as long term memory he had a really good 2008 and then he got lit up in 2009, and then he just had a very average 2010, which is the year this happens. And then, I mean, he's pretty much out. He has 13 starts um, after 2010 um, to the tune of a six-plus ERA. So, like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, all those emotions you start to feel when we've done the Astros stuff for years, and it's, you know, hey, this this guy made his MLB debut off the Astros, got lit up, and that was it. Like those same emotions come into play with this Galarraga thing. Cause it's like baseball is a brutal sport. And if you get a moment, like that's cherish awesome. It. Cherish it. And he, he, he should have that. And he kind of doesn't. Yeah. Bullshit. All right. Uh, Ennis Cantor going to WWE. I mean, if anyone remembers back at John Boy and Jake radio started last year, we would do like local news, then all news, and we always did local news, and it was a Knicks season, and there was a fucking ton of Ennis Cantor talk. He's exhausting and annoying, so put him in WWE and make him, like, and then everyone will hate him, and he'll either, like, like that, or I think he'll secretly despise that. I think he thinks if he goes yeah. to WWE that they're going to love him, and then he's going to become the Roman Reigns heel type, and he's probably not going to like that. Yeah, it's uh man, uh I'll tell you what. I uh I tried to play the game for a little bit and I do not really know what goes on in Enos Cantor's head. Um cuz sometimes th- he has a moment where it's fun and silly and he he'll make fun of himself and you're like, "Okay, so he kind of knows." And then he run- goes on a run of five things that you're like, "Dude, this is a nightmare." Yeah. Um so I don't know. I know he was like dating a WWE girl for a little bit. So I I, I I, I think there will be cool moments for Enos Cantor. Um, I don't think he will revolutionize the WWE. What is, how did WWE fans feel about this shit? Like when, uh, you know, uh, Gronk comes in and participates and Ennis and other celebrity athletes, are they like, hey, leave us alone? Like we like what we got going on or do they get hyped that there's like guest stars? Uh- I, I'd say it's open to debate. I'm not as well-versed in those forums as I'd like to be. Yeah, get um, in there. Start digging. Like, the the, the Gronk thing, because he got, like, the... And they have no rules, so I think that's where it gets kind of fun. So, like, Gronk has the 24-7 belt, which means if anyone takes Gronk down anytime <laughs> 24-7, like, they get the belt. Um, which, hey, if I was Gronk, I would... I feel like there'd be WWE's weirdo that'd be like trying to get me on the street and take a video. Maybe that's not exactly how it worked, but I guess for some of those floofy things, like I, I could see some of the WWE fans being like, Oh, look at this. Gronk has it. And I could see other ones being like, Gronk's not even a wrestler, man. If, if my guy got his chance, he could be the next rock. Um, evokes emotions. 
Quentin says it's super annoying when celebrities come in and suck. That's how I would guess. Like the purists are like, yeah, get out of here. Get out of half. Want to go to half? You know that. It's the halftime of the show. How's everyone doing? Good first half. David. Fired up over it. Is that a LeBron James pullover, Dave? Yeah. It is. Okay. So uh, I, like, I like the material, and I like LeBron. It's fine. Jeff Passon Day recap. I think people love that. People are in day. tune with the mass Singer and the Challenge, even if they don't watch. Mm. So that's fantastic for them. It's a good day. Do we need a fruit? Yeah, you got a fruit? I mean, how many fruits do you have left? Do you want us to change the ranking device next week? Week? Um, I, I still got a Jake. few fruits that I've uh, that I think I could go to, but I'm open to other ideas. I'll give you a, uh, a, a next week. You're gonna rank our half times by states, make some enemies. Ooh, but this okay. is your last fruit ranking. How do you rank the first half? Whew. All right, I will call that half. That was that's kind of a pear half. It was delicious, um, but kind of a funny shape. Not. You know, obviously, there's not real sports going on. Nice, okay. David. But nice, David. Are a funny shape. No, no two are the exact same shape anyway. Um, but there's just a lot of good stuff. Do we need to sell? Someone in the chat said, uh, word on Jeff Passing Day merch. I mean, should we team up People with Passing? People were asking for it yesterday. We need to start attacking those moments more. Yeah, I mean, uh, next year it'll be big day it's kind of but you got to put it on sale so people can wear it on may 13th right i mean what if we just made sure it just said what's happening jeff passing i mean a little odd i don't know the rules about that we'd have to ask um, him blue yeah. for commissioner shirt yeah when are these commissioner shirts coming out haven't we been making these for weeks now i thought we i thought we had blue for commissioner shirts they went up in the store i don't know I don't think so, because otherwise we would definitely not at the store. Yeah, but I thought yellow mat. Yeah, we got to get these commissioner shirts up. It's supposed to be you know a ploof for commissioner, John Boy, Jake for commissioner, Poppy Gordo, and then people can choose who their commissioner is. Let me get those up in the Slack. Yeah, or it was commissioner ploof, commissioner John Boy, commissioner Jake. That was the idea. I think got to get those things going. I'm so jealous of your massager right now. Yeah, I, uh, I I thought this would be a good mid-game snack. Um, Poppy, uh, Poppy needed it. BBD, you're uh, if this was a video game and you were on dynasty mode, your your pair, it wasn't you know, not not the regular shape. I mean, your your BS meter just went up a level. You graduated. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, like Jimmy said, I like states, and I think uh, you know there should be a time when we do pro sports teams. I think that'll be a good one for BBD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a good fruit yesterday, but then you guys didn't ask me for a fruit, and damn, damn, I certainly was just offer that up. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, that's our that's our our bad bad time bad job by us. We had a lively half. We did. Okay, uh, let's go to. I read the news today, oh boy, and though 
6 o'clock. Time for the news. Hundreds of goats have escaped and are running wild in, in the East San Jose neighborhood. A restaurant is to seat mannequins at empty tables to make social distancing less awkward. Don't think that's going to be the case. Macaroni meatloaf is all it says on the news article here. Macaroni meatloaf. Naked newlyweds chase thief down the street. Interested and Elon Musk defies coronavirus order and asks to be arrested. Okay, a lot of news. Did you see the hundred of sheep? I did not. Oh, you're going to love it. Okay. Dude, these sheep like take over this town. It's uh Oh, okay. I did see this. I didn't know this was new. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, they're just Yeah. They're just that's a gang. Run. That's a gang of sheep. I don't know if we know where they came from or any of that, but like there's a guy Are you on a train. Scared of them. Sheep? Like this this mob. Like we've got what? 100 sheep here. Yeah. But they don't look hostile, right? No, I think they're being herded, too. So they must have got out. And at this point, there's a guy in a tractor behind them taking them home. So uh, I would watch this from, like, my driveway. You know? If one if yeah, one right? veered towards me, I'd run away. Okay. But I don't, this doesn't look scary to me at all. It looks very interesting. Do you remember? I think I still have the videos on my phone. Um, I think it was right before spring training... Um, we were driving in Utah and we got caught behind like a Buffalo herd. Oh yeah. Yeah. I we remember did, that. It's when we did the, we did a talk in Yanks fly from like a supermarket in, in bumfuck Colorado. Um, yeah, dude, it was nuts. Um, they were herding like all these Buffalo and there's two guys on horses and I pulled up to them and I was like, <laughs> like, like it was probably 10 minutes just slowly trailing these animals at like five miles per hour. And then I pulled even with the guy on the horse and rolled down the window. And I was like, hey, is there something I should be doing? Um, and he was just like, well, you can uh, do your best to get through. <laughs> I was like, Thank you, sir. <laughs> Glad we had this talk. I'm trying to, I, I was stuck behind a like cow crossing or something when I went to visit Ireland to my relatives, like the back country. And I was like, yeah, you just kind of watch the show. Yeah, you're you're in it. I don't see a reason here. It just says that they got loose. It had to be like a farm nearby or whatever it's called, like a and they got loose. Well, while Zach was at the store, he says the goats broke through the fence and began touring local streets in San Jose, California. Yeah. It's funny that when Zach. Fucking Zach. It's a lot of goats. Good for them. Good for the goats, man. Let them have some fun. Yeah, and they look united. I'm, I'm it's a team, team effort. Yeah. Oh man, this this article says that there's a restaurant. I mean, I'm guess. All right, I don't want to take this too seriously, even though that's kind of what we do here is just take it seriously, sure. no matter how fake it is. I mean, this is. I mean, this has to just be advertising for this restaurant uh, that says they're going to place mannequins around, and and you know. 
you sit around the mannequin to feel less awkward. I mean, it's just like, come on, it's not going to be less awkward. What are we doing here? The inn at Little Washington, free marketing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like a Michelin star thing. I, I, I think the marketing card here is fine. Um, yeah, Chef, it doesn't do much for me. Chef Patrick O'Connell plans to seat empty tables with mannequins. The mannequins will be decked out in vintage 1940s-style outfits. The eatery, which features that. 23 guest rooms, also has plans to capitalize on a 20-acre property by offering picnic, lunch, and garden tours. Just great advertising by them. It'll probably be yeah. like one dining room that they're not actually using, and they can walk through and see the mannequins, and you don't actually have to sit next to a mannequin table, but they got their advertisement in. No one wants to sit next to a mannequin. I had a mannequin in high school. Her name was Alexa. I, she never uh, had. Yeah, you are you are a mannequin guy. Um mannequin skywalker um i talked to my buddy cj last night who's my roommate in dallas um while i lived down there for a little bit uh he's a good dude uh basic guy we worked in the same industry electrical supplies we laugh at all the crazy old men in it um and we were just having one of those like dude world's weird moments (laughs) and we were like we we do the the basic guy conversations like hey if we say something dumb right now it's cool and it's just like, man, is it weird that like, I don't know, like what if this shit is normal now? Just like the the wearing the masks, like uh, are there going to be mannequins at restaurants? Like, are these just normal things now? And it's like a weird movie. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think country's going to go back to normal. Dude, the birthday candle thing. Ever since I saw that meme or, or whatever, it's been blowing my mind. Birthday candle. So you haven't seen it. Okay. So there's like a meme that's like, to think we used to all blow on the cake, then pass it around to everyone. Yeah. Blew my mind. I was like, whoa, that's gross. It's so gross in this new context. It's um, messed up, man. I mean, it's messed up. Like I, uh, I I think I referenced this the other day, but I went to my first like Vegas pool party last year. Like those were kind of cesspools anyways. Yeah, that's gross. Um, but like, yeah, man, it's um, it it is bizarre when you start thinking of of some of the different stuff. Speaking of gross macaroni meatloaf, someone posted this on Twitter. Bay hit that macaroni meatloaf fire. Um, I mean, this has to be a joke because the the meat's not even cooked on the outside, and like, it just looks fucking gross. Yeah, even... and I mean it's it's as gross as an angle you can get. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how is this set up? Because I mean, if you made a macaroni meatloaf, like all the macaroni wouldn't be facing the same way. Does that make sense? Do I know anything? Yeah, they just probably laid it down. Yeah. And then it looks like they tried to do some layers type stuff, but it got away. I don't know. It looks gross, man. It looks disgusting. I'm a meatloaf enthusiast. This is uh. Um, I I love the ingenuity of like you know being high and inventing foods and weird sure. stuff like that. I can get down with that. Why wouldn't you just make meatloaf and put macaroni on the side? No need to combine them. So I guess I guess that's the final question. Could you see a meatloaf with macaroni in it that you're like okay? Yes, because when I read this headline, I didn't instantly say like I was very open minded. Yeah. Going in, like maybe this is something cool that I will now want to try. 
So yeah, I think I don't know what it looks like, but I I think there may be a version that's cool. This is disgusting. Yeah, I, I think if done right, it could happen. But yeah, this was put out there to be gross. Yeah. Someone responded like, "You just got corona," which maybe that's going to be around forever. That insult. Whenever something's gross, yo, that's got corona. Mm. All right, is there an update on here? BBD put an update, just says, fuck this kid, and it's just a little kid blowing out candles on a birthday cake. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, he's giving everyone diseases. Naked newlyweds chase thief. Now, obviously, the first thing we need to know is, are these attractive newlyweds? Uh, I mean, we're going to lean no, if it's a story. You haven't seen the picture yet? You're just guessing now? Just guessing. Okay. We have a picture. Let's see. Australia. Australia helps on the attractive side. Yeah, and the crazy side. Yeah, I mean, they look like normal folk. Yeah. In shape enough. Yeah, I'm interested now. Okay. Enjoying afternoons company, newlyweds. Uh, man was making off with the keys to their car. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, Mr. Rice says they ran around circles looking for clothes for 10 seconds and then gave up. Um, so, I mean, here's the question. A, mm-hmm. are you both completely naked? Cause I mean, then the story would just be you're having sex, right? Dude, how um, bullshit is it when people say naked and then it's actually someone in their underwear? Like this, I'm I'm assuming, and I mean, it's how I normally hang out in my house, is this guy was in just like shorts and no shirt. That's bullshit. Because, I mean, otherwise we're missing details here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were all hoping that they have a picture of them running naked. Yeah, and I mean, I was I was pretty sure we weren't going to get that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it. they said it happened at 3 p.m. So, like, yeah, 3 p.m. So, I mean, were you guys doing it? Are you? Are, were you either doing it and you were naked? Are you, like, actually nudist and that's the story? Or C, is this whole thing a farce? And I think it's a farce. I think it's a farce. But there is some funniness to the story. It says, we ran out we ran out the front door. We ran out the front door. The car was parked in front of the house in the driveway. I opened the door and discovered a rather big bloke was in the driver's seat. We just started screaming at him as loudly as we could nonstop to get out. He told us, shh. And we stopped. And we thought, what are we doing? And then we resumed screaming at him. It's funny that yeah. the shush works, you know? Hey, hear me out. Shh. No. And then the guy that was trying to steal the car asked, like, can, at least, can you at least give me a lift somewhere? <laughs> Where you got to go, mate? You're not going to let me steal your car. At least drive me somewhere. Come on. And Elon Musk asked to be arrested at the end there. Um, the tide's turning, man. I don't know if you saw... I mean, tide's turning, like, on the economy and shit. Getting to a very dangerous place. Where if they try to do another two months, you're going to have huge resistance. 
Yeah, man. And I mean, uh, again, like I don't fully get it, but we went, we went from like everyone stay home, flatten this thing. And like, that was the play. And now it's like, we kind of did that and we did all right. And now people are saying like, that was almost a mistake. So like, I don't know, like whatever we're going to do, let's just do it. I mean, if we're, if we're going to start bumping into the world, um, uh, I don't know. Like, let's, let's just make our decision. It's getting frustrating, but we're in a fine spot. I, I mean, I wish we could all be commuting and stuff again, but, or be in the office, but I mean, we're doing all right. Sucks for people that have businesses that need brick and mortar and need customers walking into their store. Or, you know, I read about like a window washer and like they had 400 clients and now they have 50. It's like, what? Dude. I mean, this is, you know, we just did the blown out candles thing. Dude, think about a like a gym. Oh yeah. <laughs> like think about a gym. Are those uh, are those ever coming back? Like I don't know, man. It's weird. <clears throat> it is weird. All right. Let's go to better the day. Better the day. It's a better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. Bet of the day. Yesterday, Jakey bet on. I was just still doing simulated um, simulated games, so I don't remember. BBD, is it on the sheet here? Did he bet? Uh, nope. I don't know. We didn't do a new bet. I don't think we made a bet. I don't think we made a bet. Motherfucker. Very hard segment with no sports. Really is. Um... You know what? I I just see our team is playing again. Um, and I think they're hot right now. Um, team team Vitality is playing our ninjas in pyjamas who just mm. lost us some money cuz yep. they beat the FaZe clan. Fuck those guys. So I think Ninja I think Ninjas is hot right now. Um, and it's straight it's a pick 'em to win. Uh, so I'm just going ninjas in pajamas because they're the only thing I can remember and find. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Sure. Gambling. I'll agree with you. All right. Free money. Next week, some things to look forward to. New halftime ranking system. We're going to states. Yes. BBD's coming for you. We'll see which states he likes, which states he doesn't like. Man, he's going to create some enemies. And then we're also going to bring back ranking our days. How about that? Someone in the chat requested it. We'll do it. Other than that, same shit. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Next week, we got a... Oh, shit. We got to do a watching for tomorrow. That's on our list to record today. Cool. All right. See you guys. Bye.